Welcome to Positive Minds Only Podcast. This is your host, Ken Kenneth or Kenny, and we back with another episode. Welcome to Positive Minds Only, and I have a special guest today. Uh, it's my grandpa on my mom's side, so well, my mom's father, uh, and he's a very interesting person. Well, one of the influences in my life, uh, as you know, I really didn't grow up with a father in my life, so. And I didn't actually meet my grandpa until I was an adult, but we formed a bond uh, that it didn't even feel like he wasn't in my life prior to that. But that's all in the past, and I'm pretty sure it's a reason that we can uh, talk about later on. But uh, I would like to introduce my grandpa, Oscar Brady. Uh, let the people know who you are on Positive Minds Only. say to myself because as I started the podcast uh, I knew that uh, it wasn't going to take off as soon as I did even though I wanted the success to come fast even when I learned about the law of attraction uh, I thought everything that I wanted was going to come immediately but it it don't work like that and I realized if it had to work that way I would have lost it immediately or I would have lost it over time I wouldn't have been able to hold on probably when I got into my 40s or 50s because I didn't prepare or I didn't learn about finance, financial literacy until like later on in my life. So I do uh, understand like it's a process. And I lately I've been thinking. Hold on, just a minute. Okay. Okay. Hold on, just a minute. All right. Hold on, just a minute. But I found if you 
keep doing those things and doing those things after a while it becomes a habit exactly and, and it's uh, best that you build habit good habits because uh we all got habits whether we realize them or not our life is built is operated off habits you waking up brushing your teeth taking a shower that's a habit going to work i realize you don't even have to realize you're doing that your body operates on its own because of the habits that we set up for ourselves so i realize that i need to change my habits to benefit me I need my habits to help me get to that million dollars whenever I do reach it, or not just a million dollars, but however that how the number the number is. Uh, I know my habits has to benefit me to accomplish accomplish those goals. And a lot of times we got bad habits, and it's not even our our fault. It's our parents' fault sometimes. It's the school's fault or friends or teachers, whoever the case may be, who's been an influence on our life that's causing the habits in our life. So I realized I need to take control of my own habits in my own mind because I can't let someone control that. Then I won't be living the life I want to live. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and you're all right because in my studies, I have found that uh, actually, people's natures are alike, but it is our habits that separates us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and that makes a big difference. The habits of sex, uh, that separates us. Uh, your self-discipline, the, um, the people that you uh, associate with. Uh, but I found if you if you develop a habit, um, especially a good habit, it's real hard at first. Yeah, it's real. It's, yeah. it's real hard to develop that a good habit, uh, but it's very easy to develop that bad. Habit. Yes, it is. like smoking. Uh, like smoking can be, you can get addicted to that easily or form a habit of that easy. Because first of all, I realize the negative things are the things that attract us most. And those are things that get a hold of us. Negative habits, negative things on TV, just negative media, and, and period. We're attracted to that. And I don't know where it comes from, but I'm trying to, I, I want to bring change to that. I want to bring positivity. I want that to be a normal thing where when you turn on the, the news, it's something positive instead of something negative. So it's not like I said, that goes back to the... Uh, starting now and not thinking it's going to happen today but 10 years from now then I'll see the fruits of my labor yes that's right just one you know because those are good habits they are they are hard to develop but, but once you develop them they're very easy to live with yes uh, but those bad habits they are easy to develop but they are very difficult to live with and they hard to get rid of too. Yes, that's right. And I've been thinking about that. But I found if you don't work on those good habits, you would just automatically develop the bad habits. Yep. You know, that's right. You know, you're supposed to uh, read and study something, and, and um, you keep and putting it off. It's all, I mean, that's all right. Yeah, I'll just put it off tomorrow. And what will happen is that I have found is that. Just by you doing that, it won't make a major difference. But if you look at the course of six months or maybe twelve months, you, you will ask, "How did I get over here?" Yep. 
yes, you just find a little bit, a little bit of bad habit, a little bit of straight after a while you find yourself way over there. You say, How did I get over here? I don't even I don't uh, I don't even uh, do the things that I that I, I said I was going to do. Yeah, or even worse, years later. Like, it, it could be years later when you realize your life has been wasted away because of bad habits. Like settling, yeah. just settling for a regular paycheck or when you know you're worth more. Like, those are bad habits. Getting addicted yeah. to that income, that weekly income or every two-week income, when if you was to build your business, you may not be getting that income off the back, but eventually it'll pay off. But you, you just got to stay focused on it. You just have to build it up. And that, that's with anything. You never want to get paid off of the day you start. Because then you're not even going to be motivated to finish it. You're going to be happy you got the money and then you spend the money and then you create it. And then somebody else make money off what you built as well. Yes, and, and, I, and I was noticing something else. I had I had uh, watched a series, and it was showing about people that had won the lottery. Uh, yeah, and they had won the, the uh, lottery, and it seems like they were just saying, "I wish I had not won that, yeah. or I spent it, and and I'm broke, or or my family members tried to kill me, or." I wanted to commit suicide myself, and and that was, yeah, there. Um, and they won, they won a million dollars, but they still had that $12,000 a year mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and I said, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, they're, they're, um, they had not uh, developed to that point. It would have been best just to start off and develop to that point. So you would have been all already thinking. So when you got to me, and now you already was, now you've been thinking and acting that way for years. Yes. So you're not doing anything crazy. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel for my for my own personal journey. Because, like I said, I've been asking for a million dollars. I mean, millions of dollars for almost two years now. But I remember when I first started asking for it. I didn't know how to, I never even had seen $10,000 in my life. So how could I have a million dollars? So I, I'm, I was blessed not to win the lottery because I could have been just like in the one of those people you've seen on the TV or and been in further debt. Because a lot of times they end up in way further debt than when they started. So I, I've learned now to uh, what to do with money. I've learned to invest in stocks or to look into stocks or just retirement funds I, I was in the military for four years and I never saved a penny so I knew I would have blew through a million dollars easily and would have put myself in debt oh yes that's right you know because uh, and they have said that they they, they have blew the money on cars they went out and bought a $200,000 car or something like that but but when you but when you have your positive mind you win some money like that you say well um uh, number one is that since I'm not used to having, I can always I seek advice of good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you want to ask somebody, that you yeah, you don't want to ask your coworker because <laughs> your coworker knows the same. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you don't want to ask your um, your coworker. And I found out another thing. Actually, 
going to ask somebody, why don't you ask somebody at home when you've been already doing it, you know? Yeah, a financial um, advisor. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and, and uh, it's a difference between a salesperson and it's a difference between somebody that's doing it. It's different than calling your broker and and talking to your to your broker. Or if you're gonna call Warren Buffett, mm-hmm. you're gonna call Bill Gates. He said, "Oh yeah, Mr. Mr. Gates. Yeah, all right, Brady, how you doing?" Then calling your broker. Hello, Mr. Broker. This is Brady. Yeah, how you doing? See, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a different conversation if you have come into possession with three, four, five million dollars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And I plan on salesperson. I plan on salesperson. I plan on having those conversations with Warren Buffett and Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Like you speaking into existence right now. Mm-hmm. Now I have met people that had uh, large sums of money, you know, football players, you know, stuff like that, and kind uh, of football player that I that I uh, met. In fact, I was talking with him about. Uh, let's see, it was back in April. Yeah, because that was his birthday. I was talking to him on his uh, birthday, and he has handled his money well. So, um, it's like I mentioned him, I come into some money, uh, I'm going to call you because you, you are doing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's, uh, used to handling large amounts of money. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I was thinking about this like earlier. I, I was literally thinking about this earlier. Like, if uh, if a large sum money come, out, who do I call? I know I'm gonna call yeah, somebody well, who know how to handle the money. Yeah, and 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 uh, I've uh, met uh, uh, people, you know, because I used to work at the country club uh, out in uh, uh, out in the Alpharetta area. Yeah, that's the north north metro area, and I met uh, several uh, millionaires just by working there. Mm-hmm. So, so if people, uh, oh yeah, people don't know like my grandpa lives in Atlanta, or he's from the Atlanta area, so Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. that is. Uh, so that's where I'm mm-hmm. from. Well, wow, that's where I was born, but I always wanted to go back, but. Something has not let me move to Atlanta for whatever reason. I haven't been able to move back. Probably when I get a little older, I'll probably retire there around that area. But I always felt the need to go back to Atlanta, and also because I probably heard so much, uh, it's heard so much magical things going on around it, like Black Hollywood. Like that's where, if you successful and you black, you probably gonna move to Atlanta. <laughs> but. Yeah, yes, uh, and there are a lot of things that are, uh, that there's a lot of positive things that are going on here. What I, what I uh, think for most people is, uh, they are surprised at, uh, at the amount of black, uh, people participation, black people in certain positions from law from government, from medical, from business. Uh, many black people are doing things in there. And they may be used to seeing someone that's not African American as yeah. a mayor, yeah, as a commissioner. And as they don't show that on media. Yeah. 
they don't really show that on media. Because if you wasn't from Atlanta, you wouldn't even know that. I didn't know that it was it was like that. I know that it was a lot of successful black people there, but I didn't know it, that it was that in politics as well, or just like just a whole community. I just I didn't know and. Uh, it sounds like it, it, it would be the modern day Black Wall Street and I would pray that nothing happened to Atlanta like it did happen to that but I know history repeats itself sometimes that's probably why I'm staying away from Atlanta and, and right now because I'm like well history always repeats itself and I always see that when black people do well something sometimes something always happens to it so I always try to keep my distance from a from around a lot of black people I, I know that might sound uh whatever but that's just how i always been oh, well, uh, uh, it's uh uh it's just like any other you know it's the positive people <laughs> no you have the positive people and you have the negative people but uh, you want to just try to avoid the negative people yeah. uh, as much as you can, of course, so we can't avoid them all together because you're going to run into them. Yeah, and um, your mindset will do that for you. If you fix your mindset, yeah. I'm pretty, the, the negative people, they won't be able to hang around. Mm-hmm. Yes, but you will automatically just run into them. Yeah. And, um, and uh, they will destroy your self-esteem and your confidence and and especially if you have plans if you have big plans it's best not to tell yeah yeah but don't say anything about it now you plan on doing what you say yeah i plan on uh, owning uh 50 single family homes and retiring in 10 years or 15 years oh you crazy yeah yeah so do you want to try to avoid them you know, I, I learned that lesson myself because uh, well, it wasn't that I was telling people my uh, my goals and my dreams. It was just like I was just telling everybody that I'll meet. Yeah, this is what I'm going to be. I'm going to be successful. And it was people sometimes that I didn't know. It was sometimes it was my closest friends. And I was telling them that. And they may not have said that out loud, but in the back of their head, they were like, yeah, you're not going to do nothing. And just that that thought can affect you in a negative way because that's energy it's all energy at the end of the day so i realized that i don't even say things until way sometimes way after it's done <laughs> like i let people see what i've done but i don't let only time i say things is was is on my podcast because i realized i'm only talking to myself at the end of the day and whoever is listening they chose to listen to me talk it's not like i forced it upon them to listen to this podcast so I always made sure, like, if you're going to do something, keep it to yourself until it's already done. Because yeah. nine times out of ten, the person you're telling, that person, is he don't see your vision. So not that he's really doubting you. It's just like he see you where he is at the present moment. And if he don't see that happening for himself, he don't see that happening for you, too. So if you keep it to yourself, then that just saves everything at the end of the day. And then that you can instead of telling that person what you're gonna do, you can just inspire them by what you already done. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Because uh, years ago, back in the seventies, when I had uh, stopped the smoking and stopped the drinking, I had to change uh, associates as well. Yeah. Yes, I had to change associates. Uh, I just it just automatically changed on their own. Because the others, uh, they just drifted away. 
house. I had different habits. I had different thoughts. I was reading different things. I was going different places. Now, one of the one of the first tapes that we had to load the load cassette tapes, and it was by Earl Nightingale. And one thing called "Lead the Field." Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, I tell I tell people all the time about Earl Nightingale. Yes, and that was the first tape I ever listened to, and and it was called "Lead the Field." And I just listened to it over and over. Yeah, I did the same thing. And over and over and over and over again. And uh, and talking with other people, and uh, talking with some of the with some of the that had large sums of money, had acquired large sums of money. Uh, I found out that they had done similar things when they were younger. They bought a book or they started listening to a tape or, or uh, uh, something along those lines. Yeah, they just said, yeah, just in talking with them. So I said, mm-hmm. um, that's... Uh, you on the right path. <laughs> yeah, that seems the way that most of us get started make a decision uh, just become self-motivated we just become dissatisfied with our present situation and we just make up our mind yeah we just make up our mind the same way I stopped smoking and drinking I just made up my mind I had tried many other things uh, the nicobane and all kind of tablets but I just made up my mind so yeah. once I made yeah once I made up my mind I just threw the half pack up it's always that easy that's what it is it's, it's always that easy because we control our mind at the end of the day and uh what's funny is what you said about Earl Nightingale and you listen to it every single day like multiple times like I did that to Earl Nightingale it was the strangest secret I listened to it 30 days straight and all day every day I would listen to nothing but Earl Nightingale uh, I would listen to Napoleon Hill Bob Proctor any person that you can think of who had a positive mindset like I, you can assure that I was listening to listening to them and then I uh, kind of adopted that myself for myself or that perception whatever it is that you call it and I just wanted to know more I didn't stop there I wanted to like okay if they got this mindset how can I have a mindset that's my own because I don't want to be saying the same things as they said I want to come from my own experience and I realize just my own experience and how I look at things in life is a whole is on a whole nother level than a lot of other people that I, I come across but uh, it was yeah, something right, else that you yeah. yeah, it was something else that you mentioned that it popped up in my head, but I, it'll come back to me. But mm-hmm. yeah, because uh, yeah, I mean you would just uh, you would just uh, uh, take the information and you would just uh, uh, tailor it. I said fit it to your own personality, your own style. Yeah. Uh, I've been to uh, many classes and take many courses, and people be taken, but then how? I'll just make an adjustment to my own style. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, to my own style. But they're just giving guidelines. Say, well, and here's a guideline for you to follow. You don't have to 
Yeah, you, you, you make your own blueprint. Yeah. There you go. That's that's uh, I always felt like I had a disadvantage uh, with the, the speakers because everybody I was listening to they was either retired, passed away. So I'm like, I wish I had a grew up in that time where I was able to sit in those same rooms. But you got to have that experience. And for me, my my journey has always been I have to find the knowledge for myself. I didn't I never had a mentor who's giving me a book to read or who who's giving me information everything that I seem to come across is because I wanted that I wanted to know I always have a lot of questions and when you ask a question I always expect the answer so I figure if I just keep coming up with questions to ask then it'll get me places that people won't get because a lot of times we just don't ask the question we don't ask the question is how do we change my how do I change my mindset or how do I change the predicament that I'm in once you start asking yourself that question, you're going to start coming up with the answer. And all you have to do is put the action behind that. So. Yeah. And, and, and you will start uh, attracting, attracting things. You will just start uh, coming up uh, with some ideas yeah. and uh, just uh, some solutions to your uh, challenges. Uh, we don't want to say problems and yeah. like that so I, I mean I don't even use those kind of words anymore the challenge that we have a challenge here you know well, yeah. obstacle yeah you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you said it's all about the words have, yes and so I have a bill to pay but I don't have money uh, well this is uh, I mean this is an opportunity that me let me see how I can work this out it's like I said it's all about the perspective it's all about how you see it yeah, so um, that's our yeah, that's our point for today. Yeah. From James Allen, as, as, as the person thinking the heart. And what's funny is James Allen. That's my dad's name. His name is James Allen Terrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terrell. Yeah. Yep, so when I first seen, I was like, oh, a book to read because it reminded me of my father and like James Allen. He has multiple books, but that as a man thinketh, that's one of one of his greatest in my eyes and a lot of other people's eyes as well but like i said napoleon hill his thinking grow rich that uh then uh it's another one he has i think it's called conversations with no outwitting the devil that's another one that i, I read all the time uh and that's that he was talking about uh in that book about six people smoking cigarettes and that being uh a devil in itself it's not what we think about in religion wise it's the things that's holding you back for yourself like so if smoking is something that holds you back that's your devil or sex or lust is holding you back that's your devil that's what you have to overcome it's not someone always on the outside making you do things it's things that you're doing yourself that you formed a habit in doing that you need to break yeah that's right it's like we come back to those those uh, habits and that's uh, and that's very important uh, and I was going to mention the, the way I got into the habit of the books is that I would I would be showing properties and 90 and 95 percent of the time the people would be late I don't care if I'm showing a condo for rent it, it 
it didn't make a difference with their race or creed. They would always be late, but I would always be early. Mm-hmm. If I had an appointment, let's say at four o'clock, most time I would be there at three thirty, so I would have time to sit. Me too. So I got in the habit of always having a book to read while I'm waiting on the client or the customers or the tenant or the property manager or whatever, because they would always be late <laughs> and I would always be early but um, that was my habit of being early yeah, and may using the time wisely like filling your yeah. filling your time wisely reading a book that does wonders no matter what type of book you read because a lot of times I was reading fantasy books or uh, uh, James Patterson was one of my favorite it is one of my favorite authors and his books is detective books. So when I would read the book, it would I would be in the book. I would see what the character was going through. I would sometimes feel it, not not really feel it, but I would like feel the emotions. And once I started sw- switching the book up, and I started reading self help books, and I realized, okay, I can heal myself by reading books. Well, then let me just read all the. Well, who's the, who's the book? What's the books that's going to help me get there? And I'll literally name those books. I mean, there's so much more books out there. Like, I don't want to just give people the same old books. There's always books being made. There's books that I don't know about. There's books that are even not even being published anymore. But I realize if you go looking for it, you'll find it. Whatever you search for, you'll find it. Oh, yeah. And that's why in the book of Matthews, you seek and you will find you. Ask and you will receive. You knock and it will be open to you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when, uh, yeah, that's also in the book of Matthew. It's about you seeking and mm-hmm. finding. You know, yeah, and that's in the book of uh, Earl Nightingale as well. He said the same thing. <laughs> but he said, write that down. Write it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah Seeking to find, knock and it'll open. Yeah, knock yeah, and it will be open to you. And that, like I said, that's with everything. That's not with just material things. That's just with life. If you want to know yourself, ask, ask God or ask the Creator. I like to say Creator because we never know. I mean, I feel like the term God is very limiting, so I like to say Creator or Source. Mm-hmm. But uh, and as another habit, I just want to mention now before we leave too uh, that uh, I have started the habit. Uh, meditating first thing in the morning when I get up. Meditation. We talked about that a few times yeah. in our conversations yeah. here. Yeah. Yes. How does has yes. how has that been working out for you? That has been working out excellent. I've been more peaceful during the day. I've been more serene. I've been more calm during the day. I've just been more pleasant during the day and it seems like it has increased my energy as well yeah and it, it, the, yeah. the benefits don't stop <laughs> I, I realize every time I meditate it's, it's like it's a new feeling I get it it's not like the same feeling I always get something there different. you go yeah and there you go I was just thinking that this morning said every morning is different every morning is different yeah and sometimes I love it uh, from 4.30 to 5.30 sometimes from 5 to 6 or, or if I wake up a little bit early it would be like from uh, 4 to 5 just sitting and meditate for that 60 minutes so uh, I 
been around 30 to 60 minutes a day uh, uh, has worked for me. Uh, yeah. It will work for the others, but uh, I have found that uh, the 30 to 60 minutes um, during the course of the morning while everything is quiet. Yeah, and that's the best time, or the best. You can either do it before you go to sleep, when you're on your way to sleep, or when you wake up when you have that time in the bed. Nothing's in your mind, you're not having anything on your mind. It's a new day, and you're able to start that day off perfect with meditation because there's nothing like being in the present moment, there's nothing like feeling peaceful, like not having to worry. And a lot of times yes. we deal with a lot of stress already. Like our bodies are always tense, and meditation mm-hmm. helps loosen the tense, the tenseness. So, like I said, it's always it's a bunch of benefits. It's too many to name because it's always something new that I'm experiencing when I meditate. Oh yes, that's right. So let's uh, take that away. Mm-hmm. As I say it uh, from uh, James Allen. Uh, I'm being called now, so I'm going to right. hear it and see what they want. But let's just take that away as a person thinking the heart. All right. So is he. Okay. All right. Have a good one. I'll talk to you later, Grandpa. Okay. All right. Have a nice evening. I will. Bye-bye. All right. Guys, thank you guys for tuning in with me and my grandpa. There was actually a mix-up in the uh, episode, so if you stay to this part, then you'll you hear what I'm talking about uh, but that was a great episode I love having the ability to sit down and talk with someone older than me someone who's done the things that I wish I can do I wish I can get to his age uh, I don't want to have his own experience but I want to have my own experience but I do want to have that experience of longevity in life being healthy and not uh, stuck to a bed or wheelchair when I'm 71 years old he said he still feel like he's 50 years old I want to be able to have that feeling and to know that I talked to my grandpa about meditating and he was able to add that to his daily morning and then he he's getting the benefits like that just makes me even more more happier um, make me feel more accomplished so everybody that's tuning in thank you guys for listening uh yeah, like I said, don't worry about that uh, mishap. That it's gonna, it's gonna uh, feel like the conversation is started in the middle. Like you won't. That's because I messed up. So my bad. Thank you guys for tuning in. Peace. Love you guys. We out.